This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Curry, way downtown. Bang! Bang! Oh, what a shot from Curry! You don't like that? You don't like NBA basketball! 360. Oh, hit him with the sauce. Got it! And one! Fires a long one. Nothing but net. Welcome to another episode of All Nat, brought to you by OTS. I am your host, Natalie, but most people call me Nat. And today, I have a man who terrorizes the TL. Um, Some people are a fan, some people are not, but I can relate because I'm equally as polarizing. So I want to welcome you to the show, Swiper Cam. Thank you for being on today. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you so much. Amazing content you got. Amazing platform you built. Now, big fan of your work. So I appreciate you bringing me on. Thank you. As am I. You push out a lot. Like I see videos coming out on YouTube constantly, and 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 now you're in the Twitter Twitter sphere. Um, you just do a lot. I'm like, I just seen these get alerts, you know, because I am subscribed. Make sure you subscribe to this channel. (laughs) I'm subscribed and I have the little notification on and I just keep getting like notifications. I'm like, well, damn, this man is always working. So Mm -hmm. I definitely, definitely respect the hustle and how much you push out content. You were also incredibly passionate about um, Jokic and the Denver Nuggets. And um, I respect that passion because I go equally as hard for the Warriors and Stephen Curry. So in many ways, I can relate to you, you know? Um, so when people be like, oh, that guy drives me crazy. I'm just like, nah, you know, I get him. I understand him because I do the same thing to people too, you know? So, but I also love too that you definitely know your numbers and you, you're, you're in your, um, your analytics bag. So I respect that as well. So we're going to talk today. We're going to do a nice little preview to let people know um, what to expect. I'm sure we're going to disagree on many things, but you know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Also check us both out on Dishes and Dimes. We just did a preview for, for them. Love those ladies. So yeah, um, bring you a lot of content this postseason. So you ready? Let's get started. Yeah, let's do it. So why don't we start here? So let me, so who do you predict which team is going to win this series, Cam? Yeah, you know what? That's, I, I've had this conversation a couple of times, I feel like, and I think it's nuanced. And I, I, people, I told people I might feel like it's a cop-out, but it's not. It's completely nuanced. There is a very real possibility the Warriors will win this in six games, easy. And I'm talking about like 
they might lose two games because they get tired of shooting threes and their arms are tied in by the fourth quarter and then they just don't want to put up no more shots. Uh, I think that there's a real opportunity for the Warriors to just blow the Nuggets out of the water. Um, I think having Steph Curry back, we all know he's going to play. I never was of the mind, so he wasn't going to play. When he got hurt in March, and then they knew they're, they're about to play the Denver Nuggets was always a possibility. I figured he was going to play. So having Steph, having Jordan, who's been on this crazy tear, who's basically 2014, 15 Steph all over again in a lot of ways, having Clay Thompson, having Andrew Wiggins, uh, Western Conference All-Star starter, having Draymond Green. I mean, that's a, there's a real chance for them to blow like the Nuggets out, and it'll be a 4-2 series. If not, uh, in the worst-case scenario, 4-1 series. I think the thing is, this is all going to depend on how the role players play. I think the Nuggets have, just like the Warriors have, the perimeter matchup advantage. We don't have the guards, the Monte Morris, the Will Bartons, and Austin Rivers. That's not Clay. It's not Steph. That's not Jordan and the rest of them, right? But I think the thing is, and, and shout out to Gary Payton, too. Like, hey, man, that's one of the best defenders in the league. But I think the the size advantage the Nuggets have, the skill within the in the paint, the advantage the Nuggets have is going to be the things that's going to have to separate them. They're going to have to dominate the offensive glass. They're going to have to dominate the offensive boards. No second chance opportunities. They're going to have to run in transition when they have opportunities to limit the turnovers. There's a there is a way. There's a lane, right? There's a there's a tell path. Me the path. There's a tell me the path. You're starting to tell it to me, but yeah. tell me the path to the Nuggets winning this series. So it's going to come down to how it's Aaron Gordon, Monte Morris, Will Barton, and Bones Highland. How do they respond to the onslaught that will come at different points in time from the Warriors perimeter players? They will not be able to do it as consistently because, you know, role players don't do that. There are, I think Jordan Poole's an ascending star. I know, I think if he doesn't win most improved players, probably be Darius Garland or one of them, but he's right there in that top three, I think. Um, I think they have three stars at the perimeter position. The Nuggets have zero and the nuggets have one great one one uh great at times one good perimeter defender in austin rivers monte is not a perimeter defender will bard's not a perimeter defender aaron gordon is a wing defender so that's not really too much to put him on i mean he can you know maybe he's on step every so often but now then that leaves you know wiggins in the corner on the corner three or clay on the movement it's just a lot of issues right the pathway is going to be they win the turnover battle and the, they win the rebounding by a decisive margin because they can dominate the board between Jokic averaging 16 to 17 and then also have Jeff Green, having Zeke Nagy, having Jermichael Green, and then Boogie Cousins. When I tell you Boogie Cousins is going to have to destroy Bealicia. I mean, destroy him. I don't think there's the going to be a lot of belly minutes, though, in this series. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. But, like, it depends on who you want to put at the big. So, if you want to rotate somebody else at the five, when Looney's off the court, maybe Draymond drops down to the five and you bring somebody else in. I, I don't, and again, you know, because Draymond talked about this too, you know, uh, is what are they going to do with Jordan Poole now that Steph is back? Like, does he drop back down to the bench? Does that mean that Looney comes out and Draymond slides down and they're going to put, you know, Poole at the two, but Clay at the three, and then Wiggins at the four. I mean, that death lineup is going to be elite right there. Like, I don't think Wiggins is as as efficient as that uh, Harrison Barnes era was, but I think Wiggins is going to slot into that role very well. I mean, just having that, that lineup at the end of the game is going to be crucial. But like I said, man, you're going to have to hold the Warriors to one shot, and they're going to have to win the rebounding battle, win the turnover battle. There's a lane for the, the Nuggets to win the series. Like, it's there. But as you very well know, you can't, it's hard to rely on role players to, to live up to those kind of expectations on a consistent basis. Like, yeah, if they had Jamal, then like that's completely different. Cause now you actually have two star level playoff players, at least 
to MVP caliber player, all NBA caliber player in the playoffs who can actually give you 24, five and five and offset some things that Steph might do one night or clay or, or especially pool. So I think that if they, if they play within the scheme, if Jokic is able to play an efficient series because the shooters are hitting, if it comes down to the shooters aren't hitting, they're not making their shots, and Jokic is getting Kayvon Looney, who's playing D against him, playing tough, and he's also playing very aggressive. Draymond's operating in that free safety role in the paint, and he has to do everything. Oh, it's it's a wash. They're they're getting cooked. But if Aaron Gordon steps up, if Monte steps up, it will. And they did it in the regular season. Like they had time. Like Aaron Gordon last. 14 games of the year is averaging 17, four and three shooting 43 and a half percent from three shooting over 50% from the field. So if he keeps that momentum up, that, that alone will open up the floor. If Jeff green can continue to be what he was with the Nets when the playoffs last year, when he was KD's running man after Kyrie and Harden went down again, Jeff green can also be a portable athlete you need. So the nuggets will win the front court battle, but it's just going to be how much do they win the front court battle by um, I think Jokic has just touched like a different kind of ceiling this year. Um, again, you know, basically he's averaging 37, 16, and 7 over the last seven games of the regular season, shooting 63% from the field as well. So, I mean, he's going to have to dominate. And I think the Warriors would be smart to not let him dominate in the fourth quarter. I mean, you confront him, uh, backside help, weak side rotation, don't let him get the ball in the fourth quarter. If they can keep him from getting the ball, the Warriors will win. But now it's just going to be up to Michael Malone, and, and Jokic and how they're actually going to make sure that he's getting out of the paint, rotating on the key, rotating on the wing, getting the ball, getting down to the paint. And again, in the playoffs, he's shooting 40% from three and then 43 career playoff games. So if he's able to keep up that kind of efficiency, then yeah, it's going to be death for the Warriors. But that's just because like, if he's operating at peak, at peak optimum, like energy level, meaning that the defense is playing well enough on the perimeter, Aaron Gordon and all that we're doing supposed to do, then they can win. But like I said, man, like that's a path. That's a path, but that path is going to take a lot of work from role They have players. to be perfect almost. Yeah, I mean, I think I think they just have to play like an A level. Like they just have to play at like a B, a B plus level when they're not always on. Like, in that, that, But you know, that's defense, right? Like the Warriors don't always score well, but they always play defense. And so you have to be attacking the, the point of attack. You have to be securing rebounds. You got to be getting out in transition. But you can control all of those things. Now, that's what frustrates me about basketball sometimes. Like, you can always control rebounding energy and defensive energy and your rotations. But sometimes NBA players, they just lose, like, they get tired. They just lose sight of, like, some of the IQ stuff. And so if the Nuggets are able to do that, then they can do it. But, like, Jokic is just going to cook. But now it's just up to, like, he's going to be an all-time playmaker. But can the playmaker rely on his shooters to shoot shots? That's what it comes down to. Okay. This is really fair and balanced analysis from you. I appreciate it. They always do that. This is why people need to listen because I'm sure people were like, when I even put this out, I'm sure people are going to be like, why did you have him on the show? I bet you. Um, But that was great. Like, I didn't know what to expect, you know, what I was going to hear from you. You took a lot of my talking points. Um, Yeah. And I said some of this too, when we recorded yesterday on uh, dishes and dimes, but um, you know, I have all these notes about like the four, four games they played over this season. And what I didn't check is who won the rebounding battle in all those games. Do you know? I want to say that I want to say the nuggets did, um, but in every game also, I would, I don't think they won every game. I think they won the overall season series uh, in the rebounding battle, but I think a lot of that was contingent on the fact that Draymond, 
wasn't there on any of those games as well. And then, you know, Wiggins is not necessarily a great rebounder. Like, so the Warriors don't just have, like, a lot of rebounders. The, the Nuggets had Aaron Gordon for, I think, all of those games, I want to say, maybe three of them. And then Jeff Green was available for two of them, I think. Um, Dick Naji was there for only two of them, I, I think. I don't know if he played that much. So I think the Nuggets won it. But like I said, man, like, they just did. Kayvon Louie, he's just not hes not a great rebounder. You know what I mean? So it's just not a lot of – just a lot of massive advantages down there. Yeah, so we're actually a good rebounding team, even though we don't have a mm. lot of ball players, right? right? We just do a team rebounding. Right. But I don't know. I didn't look to see um, – so I'm going to look now. I didn't look to see um, who had the edge in those games. So uh, Otto Porter is, like, one of our best rebounders, actually. Yeah. Um, and I don't remember – I don't even remember if he played in most of those games. He um, did. He played – he played that game. Um, he played best, I think, maybe in the the game that the Warriors lost on the Monte Moore's game-winning shot. He actually uh, played fairly well, and he actually caused a lot of problems with the second unit on the rebounding battle in that game. He in did. Particular. If he didn't actually – he messed up because on the last possession, the Warriors' last possession, he passed the ball to, to, to um, Kaminga to try to shoot over Jokic, and, mm-hmm. and Jokic blocked it. But – Steph passed him the ball because he was going to relocate and he wanted Otto to get the ball back to him. Otto didn't realize that new player, new to the team, you know, so that kind of stuff happens. That was the, the, the game where you guys started off strong with blowing us out. Then we came back and held Denver to 27 second half points. Yeah. I remember that. Cause that's, I think they, the, the Nuggets held y'all to 86 points total in that game. And you guys had 89 and it was actually right. for Jokic one of his more inefficient nights and a Jokic inefficient night isn't like others because he's hyper efficient. Yeah, it's 50%. It's 50% right. from the field. So he was 8 of 19, but that's right. good. Yeah. Like if you have him at 8 of 19, that's good for right. us, right? And so he had 22 points that night. Um, there was no Dre, no Clay or pool in that game. And we were smack in the middle of the Steph Curry slump. Um during that game so let me check i'm looking at the box score so just just to let you know the warriors had 157 rebounds versus the nuggets this season and the nuggets had 182 rebounds versus the total that's over all the games right yeah 182 to 157 and then they had we had 43 in that game which one can you can can you read all four of them yeah i'm gonna go to each one so the december game warriors had 43 nuggets had 44 so y'all only beat us by one rebound um and that was with several guys missing boogie wasn't on the team yet for you Mm, guys boogie didn't start playing until the last two games right okay so um so that was the first matchup so the the rebounding battle was pretty much even in that game all right, let's move to the next game. The, so I can I can actually read them to you. The it was forty three to forty four in the first game. The second game, the Warriors had thirty seven rebounds. The Nuggets had forty eight rebounds. Okay. And and then in the third game, the Warriors had forty one rebounds. The Nuggets had forty one rebounds. And then in the last game, the game the Nuggets played the fourth game in the fifth night. Um, that y'all the one that y'all actually won this year. The Nuggets had forty nine rebounds, and then the Warriors had thirty six rebounds that game. Okay, so you guys out-rebounded us then, and we still won, but it was the fourth game in five nights. Um, the, the, the game- that was actually a really good game. That was one of my favorite games of the year. Um, and Steph had uh, – he had come he – had, he was playing that game as well. And so I think uh, Clay – Clay, did he play that? 
Clay was slightly inefficient that night. He wasn't that great. Um, Wiggs was also low scoring, inefficient. But Kaminga, they yes. had no answers. Your second, your bench unit had no answers for Kaminga, and I and I do think that he is going to be an X factor in this series because we can just put him out there and not like in this series in particular, but in general this postseason because you can put him up against anybody's like bench. And like they can't handle him because he's just so strong. He can get to the rim. Um, like he gets fouled or he gets he's he gets to the free throw line like almost all the time. Like he's or uh-huh. almost already getting like Embiid like treatment and he's not. Uh-huh. So I mean when he starts hitting those free throws, but he had 18 points and uh-huh. now that was in that that wasn't in the final game. No, it wasn't the final game. Yeah, he had 18 points in that final game. The one that we won, seven of twelve shootings. So, and then I think it was the game before when definitely no staff either, and that was actually the game that I felt like of the games that were on equal footing, um, with like you know the rest time and all that. The Warriors played with Moses Moody, Kaminga, right, and like they equal footing. Um, hello, you guys. Oh no, I I, I didn't mean. I didn't mean like from an injury standpoint. I meant like that that last game. Like I said, like. They had to do that makeup game. They had to do two of them this season. It was the fourth game in five nights. That only happened like twice in like the last. I hear like, you. I mean, I'm like not going to really years. have that much pity for you guys because you forced us to have two games that week. No, so. they didn't want to. I'm trying to tell y'all. Like Brooklyn did it okay. to them. They had to reschedule that that stupid game, and then Whatever. by the time it happened, I'm trying to tell anyway, y'all. Like I don't care. Oh, that was so frustrating. And in general, though, like it's fun. Like all the games, even I knew that game was going to be close. The one with the baby dubs. Right. Um, right. Because I'm like, the baby dubs show up to play, like, every game. Like, you know, oh. people just thought we were going to get manhandled. I'm like, look, Denver's probably going to win, but that's, that's going to be. That's not how a- the Nuggets play. They don't blow people out. <laughs> I was like, that's going to be a close game. And, I mean, obviously, you guys won the regular season series three to one. But, like, I look at, like, I look at, like, those first two games, especially, like, that one um, with the with the Morris three-point buzzer beater. And I'm just like that, that defensive lap that Steph has, that's not going to happen if Draymond's in the game, you know? Um, So whatever, you know, like all the games were close. So I didn't really feel, you know, there are a lot of Warriors fans who are like freaking out. um, But I didn't feel that strongly that like, I didn't really read too much into the regular season game. So, you know, I give any team that has a player of Jokic's level a chance, but I, I do think that you guys are just outmanned. Like, I just don't think you have enough to like, you know, cause we have so many weapons and like, they don't all have to be hitting on the same night, you know? And even since that time for many of these games, um, except like that last one, there were things that have changed about this team. So one is we have the new three guard lineup, right? And that's something that is like, it's our new death lineup. We don't call it the death lineup, but it's like, it's not the death lineup anymore, but it, this is our new like best lineup. And we haven't got to run that lineup with Dre because the moment he came back, you know, then Steph went down. So the three guard lineup hasn't actually played with Dre. Um and then you had Jordan Poole, like you mentioned, who like took his games like another level. And I would agree with you. I think he's made the case to be a starter um, on this team and honestly for like any NBA team, right? And so the Warriors have some things to figure out. If if Jordan is not starting, and this may not be the series to start him, but if he's not starting, he's going to be playing starter like minutes and he's going to play a lot of his time with the starters anyway. So um, that's- Well, that's- you know, it's going to be- 
that's going to be a fascinating bench lineup. I personally wouldn't start him. I'm not, I wouldn't start him over Stafford Clay, obviously. And I don't think that – I think it makes much more sense to start off big than it does to start small. Because if you close small, I think that actually is a little bit better option than starting small. Because then if you have Poole, Clay, and Steph on the court, and then you've got Monte, who's about 6'2", then you got Will, who's 6'6", then you've got Aaron Jordan, who's 6'8", Jeff Green is 6'8", and then Jokic is obviously 6'11". I think it makes more sense to say, look, bro, let's just go play straight up, like not let Jokic just feast on whoever, because that way we don't – I just don't think taking Kayvon Looney off the court or Wiggins – I don't – well, would you take Wiggins or Looney off the court in that situation? No, so I think – so, I yeah, I wasn't even suggesting Steph or Clay. Right, right. I think – so I think that, that unit is most likely when it plays. It's not going to have um, – loon in it right so right. it'll be the three guards most most likely andrew wiggins but Otto mm. porter could be Otto porter could be in that spot as well um and the thing about it is if it is my guess is it wouldn't be like wigs at the four it would be wigs at the three and clay at the four right that's that's what i'm thinking um so him and, ma- matchup wise like defensively or just um yeah, because Clay, so Clay is, he's defending much better. He's not like what he used to be, right. but I think Andrew's better at the point of attack. But Clay's a big body, you know, like he, you know, and he can still like for, for bigger guys who aren't as quick, he can still like manage them. So I actually just think it's it's better for him. And you let, you let um, Andrew guard some of those quicker, smaller guards. And they can hide pool because like, even though people swore like Steph needed to be hot hidden all those years, even though he's been playing great defense for a while now, like they have the ability to hide, you know, pool, like they, they, they know how to do that. So um, Andre might get thrown in there on occasion, you know, and I think sometimes for defensive versatility, maybe it's Jordan's not in and you have like GP two in there, you know, so there'll be a few different looks. Um, But yeah, I mean, Kevon Looney might start. I, I, I really Why do y'all have so many players? Huh? Why do y'all have so many players? <laughs> uh, that's, that's so funny because it's like, after, you know, we're talking about the starters. what we've had to deal with for two years, we deserve that. No, I'm trying to tell you, like, you know, I, I think no? the five, the five. And, and then do you four. see where we got those players from? Deep, deep, deep. In no, the listen, 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 listen. What I'm saying is, uh, you know, you got Kaminga in the top 10. Let's stop, let's stop playing there. But then you got okay. Kaminga, Moses, the Moody, Kaminga, Moses, Moody. Moody's not Moody, playing the series. Well, I, I know, but I'm saying he's still a, like, he's a nice prospect. He's a good player. Of course, but yeah. I was even thinking about Gary Payton. I, this whole time, like, I'm over here putting together this, like, I know, but I'm putting together this whole, so is Poole. I'm putting together this whole, like, uh, this roster in my head, our clutch lineups, like starters. I mean, y'all got then, Jokic deep in the draft. Why can't I'm we saying, but one? but Gary Payton is like sitting there like on Lonely Island by himself. And I'm just like, wait a minute. They got like, if he played more minutes, he'd be on all defense team. He's just like chilling, like the yep. ninth man on the rotation. So the, the nugget, that's what I'm saying, man. Like this is all going to come down to Jokic and just utter pure domination of like, one of the greatest peaks ever in the last two seasons, and then the role players stepping up, or it's going to be a Warriors wash. Because there's just, like, just even the idea, like, Gary Payton, first off, the Nuggets don't have athletes. When they're missing Jamal and Porter, you're missing two of their three best athletes on the court. The Nuggets are then asking, like, you know, Austin, 
Austin Rivers or Brent. Now, let me let me also say this. If Brent Forbes does what he did last year versus the Milwaukee Bucks and what he did against Shaw, if he comes in the game and he's shooting, you know, 15, 18 points here and there, Bones is hitting 18 points. Yeah, points. I have I have these all as X factors for Denver. Right, right. And like right. I said, Boogie Cousins needs to be Boogie Cousins of old, like over the course of the series. Like you need him right. to be like big over the course. Although he's gonna get attacked. You know that, right? Well, that's the thing. Like, so I think like the attack thing is like, because people brought this up before. I think it would not make sense for the Warriors to spend too much time trying to attack their bigs when they can just win with their own, within their scheme of their offense and their matchups. Like, and the thing is, they're not, when they play, so. Well, so if they have a game though, where the threes aren't falling, right? That's one option for them. And then also though, but I just think like, why not? If you have Boogie Cousins on you, like why not? I think attacking Boogie, attacking Boogie would be smart, but trying to attack Jokic over and over with. Right, but that's why I said, I said Boogie. I wasn't talking about Jokic. I'm just saying Boogie's going to get attacked, right? So so if if Boogie can offset that with nine and six on the other end in limited minutes, then, then that way that actually works out in the Nuggets' favor, because if he can win his minutes and have a decent amount of production, that way when Jokic come back in the game, they're not down 12 or 10 or 15. If they can just be down six, then again, you could make it a series. But the real issue is... They the might just the... trade buckets during that time, because if, if if Kaminga is out there, they didn't have any answers for him. Yeah, I mean, Jermichael Green is, is going to be... So Jermichael Green, the thing that people may, may sleep on with him... He shot better from three, but Michael Green is a he's a grizzly of a defender when it comes to like interior players. Kuminga won't necessarily win that matchup battle with Michael on the interior on the glass, especially, but even just getting to the basket. Jamichael's problem is he puts his hands in the cookie jar, so he'll foul. So Kuminga, if he's driving, Jamichael might be one of these positions where somehow he has his hands like stuck somewhere, and then Kuminga's going to the line. But I don't really think that would be the thing. It was was really going to be hard for the Nuggets is if. They turn the dang ball over. But that's why Bones Highland is going to be so crucial. Because he doesn't turn the ball over a lot. But can Andre is going to be playing, though. He could first force the turn. Oh, I- I- Iggy? Yeah, he can definitely Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Why? I forgot about Iggy. Iggy's on this team. But that's what I mean. <laughs> like, they're they're legit, like, like, 9 to 10 deep. And then the Nuggets are actually about 7 deep. But those 7 players are all stepping up 2 slots because there's no Murray and right. So that's that's the hard part. Unfortunately, Kurt is probably gonna play belly. So it's like so. It's like it's like it's like eleven ish, right? Because play belly. He needs to play belly. He needs to play belly a lot. It should be ten. It should be ten. And coming But Belly has to play. He has to be able to spell Louie. He does not. But But you don't need to this madman Steve Kerr is probably going to play him. Um, Why would you want Draymond Green playing heavy five minutes? We don't you have Dre, you have Loon, and then you have other people who can play small ball five, like Otto. Yeah. Why would you play small ball five versus the Nuggets? What, why not? No, no. People have done this. So this is the, the what, Nuggets have cooked. It's fine. Small ball we five can do minutes. it. And it is, will, no, you can't. Make, look, it makes no sense to then say, hey, we're going to make a gamble on shooting offensively. But Loon we, but played all 82 games this season. He can play enough minutes at the five. And, and then you give Dre a limited amount at the five. And because that's what the closing lineup is going to be. It's going to be Dre. Dre's going to get cooked. I'm okay. telling you. Okay. But but here's the thing. Like, no, that's not happening. 
Well, you don't think Dre is going to get cooked by Jokic? <laughs> All I'm saying is that, like, Jokic is going to cook anybody. Like, that's not, you know what Especially I mean? Especially Dre. He's too but small. But I'm just saying, but it doesn't matter what's going to happen on the other end. You know what but I'm did saying? You see like, what? Do you know, do you know, oh, oh, now, I will say this. If Draymond does what he did in game seven in 2016, where he, they basically won the game with him, but then nobody else came up to, to play. He does not need to play. I know, but listen, he this is all I'm to. saying. If he can make one three a game, two, one and a half threes a game, over under. Can. No, no, no. Yes, he Drake can. Drake going cold in the playoff. He was going cold in the playoff. Let's, no, let's he was like, no. So, like, the listen, whole, like. I'm just telling you, if he can How hit shots. How you telling shots, me about my team? No, I'm saying if he can hit shots, that will make the difference. Because of if course. he's not. If they're going to leave him open. And he's going to hit. He's oh, like, he's going to do this. He's going to hit you, one to two a game. Yes. He no, you, that's, that's, he's not going to hit one, two, two, three-pointers a game. Okay. That's not that's not true. Right, but here's okay. the thing. If he does, that makes Jokic's life harder because when Draymond and Kevin, so the, here's the thing. This is I'm what telling you it's going to happen. And then right, when it does, right. I want you to tweet like Natalie told me all this right, was so going to happen. Let's let's take a break from make-believe land for a little bit. No, I don't reality. need to take a break because so, I know what this team does so in the postseason. Looney, Looney and Draymond, the only benefit that, that Jokic will have from a ref standpoint is that he will not have to be faced up on a three-point line the entire game. He can serve as the – he's been their most consistent and best defender this year. He will be able to rest some on the fact that he won't have to guard somebody on the perimeter all the time. Now, they can do all that action stuff and all that, the back screens. Again, he's going to do that. But I really think the point of attack defenders for the Nuggets are going to have to do something today. I just don't believe. Well, let me not say you guys movie. are gonna need like a Jeff Green vintage performance. You're gonna vintage, need... <laughs> yes, from vintage. last year, vintage, <laughs> vintage. You're he's gonna a better, need he's Forbes. a better playoff shooter than Draymond. Yeah? You're gonna need Forbes to be hitting. You're gonna need Bones Highland to be consistent throughout. Um, who do you who do you think who do you think will be more of an X factor in the series, Bones or or uh, or Pool? Like X factor, X factor. I don't even think Pool is like an X factor anymore for us. He's like one of our key guys. So I like, I think Kaminga is more like, or Otto Porter. Those are people who I consider like X factors. I don't consider main guys X factors. It's it's like well, obviously my- Bones, Obviously Bones is gonna, he's more important than Porter and, and Kaminga. So I guess you're right. He's like in between pools. Right, and, so that's what I'm yeah. saying. It's like, he's to me, Bones, Bones or like Boogie. To me, they're both like the X factors for you guys. Like you need them to be big. If I will tell you what, Bones loves playing against big markets. He loves playing against primetime players. When he played against Steph Curry last time, he took Steph to the hole twice. And Bones, like he lights up because he loves Steph Curry. Like he he loves his game. And so I can like Bones is going to be shooting all these twenty eight foot threes that he always does. And I mean he's shooting forty like seven forty four percent from three since March. So, like, he's been on a roller since lately. But I'm telling you, man, like, I really am excited to see Bones just because if Bones is going to have those momentum-shading plays where he's going to be shooting threes, he's going to get into the basket. And, again, especially if y'all are talking about playing small, we're going we're gonna to put all okay. the quarter like, juniors You just understand that it's going to be re- the return of the number one defense in the league, right? We were holding teams. What does that mean? That's not – yeah, sure. But again, we're not and, talking and about And we know in the playoffs, they let people play defense. Like, y'all are not. Yes, they're going to let the Nuggets play defense, too, is the problem. That's right. Y'all not. Play, but we're used to that. Are they used to it? 
the Nuggets, they've been to way more playoff games in the last three years than the Warriors have. So, yes. <laughs> they have <laughs> not true. been to more playoff true. games or won more than Steph, Dre, or Clay. That's three okay. players. There's no one else the on the four. roster. But those are the guys we need. We need Steph and Clay. No, 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 no. But you know the star players will come to play. Role players are the ones you have That's to really rely point. on. My Here, point but listen, is that. All of the Nuggets players have more overall playoff experience than, than outside of the Steph, Clay, and Dre. Well, duh. Yeah, but they're role oh, yeah. guys. And our guys they've are a, like. They've been in the finals since I was in grad school. Pool, pool is, who cares? They haven't been two years. Like, stop. Like, let's stop overreacting. Two what years is not that three, serious. It's been three years. It's been no, three it's been years. Two, they had two years that they missed. Two. This well, is they, a, I'm saying the last time they were in the playoffs, I was That's nice, still, but it's been still figuring two, out my life. They had two postseasons. That's it. Two was, postseasons. Was 45 in office last time they went to the playoffs? No, they went to the playoffs. What are you talking about? <laughs> They have missed two <laughs> postseasons. Wait, wait, wait. Is the, was the playing game a playoff last year? I saw you say something about that. Is that the playoffs? <laughs> I don't know. I was like, sort of just like trolling so, because so 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 he he got outplayed by a job in the playoff game. That, that never win? happened. Steph averages forty against the Grizzlies. I don't know why y'all lie. He didn't get outplayed. I'm just asking. I don't know. I'm asking. <laughs> no, no, but that didn't happen. The Grizzlies won, but he didn't get okay. outplayed. How you average right. 40 against a team and you're getting outplayed? That's stupid. I mean, you can get cooked on defense too, but I didn't, I didn't, I'm saying, those, I didn't say, none of those I didn't say it happened. Hey, listeners, fans of, of this care. amazing podcast, I did not say it happened. <laughs> yeah, it did not happen. And again, you know, whatever. Like, we're not going to like go down that hole. Like, it doesn't matter. That was last year, but Wait, like, I have a question. People, what? I, I wonder if you can be like not biased with this question, which I. Highly doubt. Highly doubt. Do you do you who do you think the best player in the series is? I think the best player. <laughs> I didn't even answer the question. <laughs> you didn't even let me answer the question, but you're laughing. Go ahead. I didn't so. say anything. I'm just laughing. Go ahead. Okay. Mr. Milda. So it's like the way you started your answer at the beginning about who's going to win and you said it's nuanced. And so it's going to seem like, you know, I'm, you know, I don't know, hedging or whatever. It's not that, but I think because Steph is coming off injury, I have to see what he looks like first. Right. Um, secondly, um, I think that Jokic just has like a different role. He has to do more on this team than Steph has to do. Right. So when someone has to do more in their role on a team, they they will have stats that look different. And so that can like appear like, okay, right? It's like when people say Kevin Durant was the best player on our team, he had the better stats. Yeah, but like Steph was the one catching the schemes. He wasn't the better player, right? So I don't know, right? But like, I consider them both tier one players. So like, to me, I don't think I don't think Jokic is a different tier than Steph. If you believe that, that's like this season. Me. I mean, I'm saying this season, you don't think no, so? No, because I don't. Right, because I'm not looking at like, oh, Steph had a shooting slump, so that means like that's who he is now. Like it was a slump, but like Steph, first of all, in terms of impact, right? Like he's only like second to Jokic this year, like in terms of their impact. And our coach was doing a bunch of wonky things with the team. Like I know that because I'm a Warriors fan. He was fucking with the rotations, like, <laughs> like for most of the goddamn season. 
he, you know, like we, we had one game where there were like 24, 26 different lineups. Like there was just a lot of stuff going on with our team that it like, that impacted the way, like what you were seeing from Stephen Curry. This is a very long winded non-answer. Well, I don't and care. I just want to confirm but this is my that... podcast. So I can do that. <laughs> and I let you be long winded at the beginning. And I no, sat, I want to know. You still, I, I want to know. And I listen. So my answer to that question is that they are both tier one guys. And so to me, it's like negligible. It's like saying, is Jokic better than Giannis or is like, like to me, the tier one players in the league are Steph, Katie, Jokic, um, Giannis, right? So it's like those four to me. Is, was he better? You think Steph was better than LeBron this year? Yeah, I don't like LeBron to me. I'm not that impressed by LeBron this year. Like he put up stats, but like he's not having the same level of impact. Like Steph's sure. impact is very real, right? Mm-hmm. Like so um even like on thinking basketball, right? Like they still like when they did their list, it was still the top 3 were like Jokic, Steph and 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 KD, right? So o- offense, I'm talking about like offensive, right, right? Right? So it's like people are like so crazy about Steph's numbers and they're just comparing Steph to himself, but like his impact is still the fucking same. Like the Warriors suck when he's not on the court, <laughs> right? Um the net rating were there. Like everything shows that. So um, Would that make more sense than to have Poole come off the bench if just to kind of no, because I actually think it's better when you have another shot creator on the floor with Steph, because that's just not like it's not Clay's game. And like when when Clay and Steph and when Clay, Steph and Poole are on the court together, the numbers are insanity. And like I was really looking forward to seeing that back when Dre came and then Steph got hurt. Like it was insane. So um, just what it opens up, because now you have two shot creators, you have two play finishers and let's say Wiggins and Clay, right? And then, you know, you have Trey out there and like if people are going to sag off him, that's fine, but he's going to have a lot of options of who to like get the ball to. So it just opens up so much for us. Like Poole's just so dynamic. He's because outside of KD, we've never had another player like that. Right. Honestly, we haven't in all of the years. Right. Clay can give you 20, 25 points, but Clay is a catch and shoot guy. You don't want him putting the ball on the floor. Right. To, to dribble. So that's that's not what he is. And I always make this point in 2016. If Clay was that kind of a player, think about what happened. Like, wouldn't like Kerr just be like, OK, go get us some buckets like Clay can't do what Kyrie did. Right. I mean, most people can't do what Kyrie did. But I'm saying if you had a pool in that series it would be different. Right. And so it's just like a different skill set. And so, um, the warriors in the history of like the warriors, even when Kevin Durant was here, like the bench minutes were never great when Steph is on the floor, which to me is more of an indictment of Steve Kerr than it is any of the players. Yeah. So I'm not trying to make it seem like our players are trash as much as like, he doesn't have like alternatives, right. He doesn't, know what to do or have any counter like when Steph isn't on the floor and so um yeah I mean I think that the way that Steph's year was treated was silly to me because people are just like oh he's shooting like this and I'm like okay but like he's still having a positive impact on his team so who who cares like you're comparing him to himself you know like who cares 
Um, so that's how I feel about it. So I don't think I am not ever prepared to say a player is better than another player until after the full postseason. So um, if Jokic like completely outclasses Steph, then yeah, he's gonna have to. Right, but I don't think that's gonna happen. So that's what I'm saying. Well, no, for them to be in the series, he's going to have to. So right. unless it's and like I, I don't believe four zero. And right, but I don't, close. I don't, I don't believe that will happen. That's for one. Now, so you think, yeah. you think it's a sweep? No, I think it's a, I think it's a, a um, a gentleman's sweep. I think it's a five game series. Mm-hmm. Um, but I agree with you. Like the the Warriors can be silly and fool around and make it like six games just because like they do dumb shit, have like a really high turnover game. Um, there also could be like an adjustment with Steph coming back, right? Like he's gonna come in and just play, right? And so, I mean, if Steph's on the court, it usually doesn't matter, but we just, we just don't know like what he's going to look like. And Kerr also said he's going to be on a minutes restriction. So like when Kerr has too many options, he just like curs and does. So since we're, we're in propaganda dreamland, like Kerr can give you a game just off of his like bullshit, you know? So if, 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 if the Nuggets win this series, I just want to hear your thoughts. If the Nuggets were to win this series, what would your takeaway be about Jokic? Would you clear him as saying like he's the clear, like he's best player in the, in the NBA, given all the circumstantial things around it? Yeah, if he beat this team, sure. I'd be, I mean, I'd want to see him like go on and do a little bit more. No, no, he, no, no. The Warriors are making the championship run. So I need to, I would need to hear from that. They're making, no, I mean, I would be prepared at that point to say that he's a better player than Steph. No, I mean, no, yes. that's not, that's not this year. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be prepared to say he's the best player because you got like, there's a whole, like, there's still Giannis over there. There's still KD. You know, like those guys have. How, but I don't want to know if you're not. How are you not prepared to say he's a better player than Steph this season, given all all of the metrics, all of the because data? you can have a better season than someone, but not still be a better player. And I I'm not ready to say. So that the last yet. two years together combined, don't don't say anything to you. I don't think that like he was a better player than Steph last year. Okay. So I like I wouldn't agree with that, but I think. This year, he had a better season than Steph. And again, me understanding what was going on on the team, there were just like a lot of things that contributed to that. So, but players can have like a, a wonky season. Um, and, and it's a wonky season for Steph. It's not a, it's not a bad season. That's the thing. So, um, yeah, I just need to like, I only care about the postseason. Not, I, I don't only care about the postseason, but what I mean is, I want to see what they're going to look like in the postseason and see like what Steph looks like and then see what Jokic looks like. And then, you know, I'll be prepared to make declarations then. I just want people to be prepared for the minimal, the minimal out, the minimalist outcome. Let's say the least likely outcome that Jokic is able to take this team up as we've agreed. I'm telling you, like I would write then I'd like, yeah, okay. Like he's, He's cleared Steph. He's like surpassed them. But I'm not. Well, but I think too, like, I think people just to be fair about this, like Steph is 33 years old. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't think that it would be realistic to expect Steph at 33 as a small guard to be able to put up seasons like he was doing in 15, 2015 and 16. I understand that, but I don't think. Well, I'm just, this, this is just my opinion. He started off fine at the beginning of the year. Like it to me, that would make sense if like he was like that from the beginning of the season. He was killing the beginning of the year. Then he had a slump, and then he looked. And you have to remember, there was a again. 
Clay comes back. They're focused on let's get Clay readjusted. Let's get him touches. Let's get this. Like, I need to make sure pool is ready. Like Steph this year wasn't focused on I'm Steph. I got to get my numbers and do what I have to do. It was, I need to get pool ready. I need to get Clay Right. So there what's, was what's th- different with that with, with Jokic and getting everyone else ready. That was a team of role players. What are you? No, because I don't think, I don't think the difference, because the difference is like last year, Steph had to carry the team. This is not like, he didn't have to carry this team, but he needs to get them in the right frame of mind for like a postseason run. Like that's what the Warriors eyes are on. And I'm not saying that Jokic doesn't want to make the postseason, but like it's a bunch of role players. So there's only going to be so much they can do on any given night. You know what I'm saying? Like Steph actually made a pact with Jordan Poole at the beginning of the year. So this stuff that you see, like Steph's expectation for Jordan was to be one of the main guys with him, right? That was an expectation for them from the beginning of the season. So just because outsiders like, oh, Poole's a six man or he's however, Steph made a pack with Jordan himself. And so that's what I'm trying to say. So it's like the fact that like, I'm not, this is like the year when um, in... 20 what year was that 2017 we won 67 games right and the kd year first kd year yeah and the year before that we'd won 73 and then the year before that we won 67 so whatever but my point is won 67 games now kd fine i know that he got hurt so fine maybe there's an argument for that but both steph both kd second team all nba right 67 wins they gave fucking because he had that triple double season. Russ got first team and Harden got first team, right? But then look what happens in like the postseason. And so my whole point is that like their numbers were not as gaudy as Russ or 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 um Harden because you have Steph and Katie on the court, right? So they just don't have to do as much. But they 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 were never better players. Harden and Russ were never better players because they had more gaudy stats and seasons. That's my point. So like the fact that now like you're telling me that Steph is 33, I understand that. I'm not saying that father time doesn't come, but there's no, no room. My, the, the context of what I was saying when I brought up the age thing was not to say that he doesn't have the ability to do it, but I think the frequency in which he's going to have to do it or be able to do that is going to decrease as time goes on. But it's not because Of course, but I don't think we're there yet. So when you're saying, like, I don't expect someone at, like, 33, yes, if you're, like, the typical player, but Stephen Curry isn't the typical player. He keeps his body in excellent condition. He's one of the best conditioned athletes in the league. He runs more miles on the court than most of the younger guys. Like... Mm -hmm. He and his game, he has a game that lends itself to aging well. And also the signs of like actual slippage just aren't there. Like once he was out of the slump, like the the signs that you look for, I don't mean like, cause people are like talking about shooting percentages. Like he's missing wide open shots. That has nothing to do with age, right? But it's his ability to get by people, right? Things like that. Like that's what you start to look at. Like his finishing, things like that. Like how he's getting to the rim. Those numbers, like once the slump ended and he started like shooting his regular numbers, those are the indications of like, okay, he's slowing down. So that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand that it was extended. And so because it was extended that people are like, he's slipping. But what I'm saying is people aren't really paying attention. Like he really, of course, he's not the the 27 year old he was, but he's still like at a very, very high level still. That's all I'm saying. So when do you feel like the slump ended? It was probably 
it's been broken down a few times by like different people who cover the team, but I think it was like about like the first 20 to 25 games, he was good. And then there was like about like 20, another 20 to 25 games. And then like after, I don't remember the exact point, but then I'll find it and I'll send it to you. Yeah, I mean, January, from February 1st, which is only 17 games, he averaged 24, six assists and 4.6 rebounds. He shot uh, 49% from the field and he shot essentially 38 and a half point five percent from three and he shot 96 percent from the line so yeah I mean there's from that February 1st period on he was excellent yeah and so I mean I again I think a lot of that was overblown and I I don't like to really spend my podcast complaining about things that Steve Kerr does to frustrate me because I don't like to be one of those people so there was just like a lot going on with the Warriors so I like I said I just feel like the postseason will rectify a lot of, um, you know, narratives and misconceptions about what, you know, things are. But at the end of the day, like, I'm not going to, like, apologize or feel some type of way that, like, Steph has more help. And so, like, but I just don't understand why people can't have common sense because he has more help, right? But that doesn't mean that, like, you know, that he still can't perform at a certain level. Like he's still going to be the one catching the schemes. He's still going to be the one who like people are trying to stop on the court. Right. And if he's doing that and he uses his gravity to like set his teammates up, like that's still a positive thing, you know? And so as long as he does what he needs to, to help his team win, right. That's all that should matter. And so that's what I'm looking for. And then of course, hopefully, right. He's hitting his shots and he's looking like stuff when he does. So that's what so, I'm expecting for the postseason. So you're saying that if if Jokic first rounds the Warriors this year, you'll be willing to give him your actual MVP vote this year? Because I know you don't, you do not like to give people MVP votes if they're not in the top three seats. Correct. He still wouldn't get my vote. I don't believe in it. That's just that's my rule for like MVP. Mm-hmm. So you know, I know that people like Jokic was incredible this year. Like, in fact, I converted someone to being a Jokic fan. So like, that's why I laugh when people come in my mentions. You converted converted yourself to be a Jokic fan this year? No, I've always been a fan of Jokic, but I converted my friend into Mm -hmm. it because she was not like a Jokic believer. And Mm -hmm. I was just like, are you, and I- So you think Devin Booker should have got the MVP this year? No, I don't. Cause I, I don't have a hard strict rule about best player on the best team. Like that's not what it is. And I don't think, like, I don't think that like, Booker has MVP impact, you know? So like the advanced stats aren't kind to him. Now some people don't care about that. So like his traditional stats are good, but like when you like, and same with the job, like, so like those two guys to me, when people wanted to put them in, they're not there yet. They have to still take their game to like another level. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I think job can get there and, and Booker's still young, so he can probably get there too, but they're just not there yet. So no, I wouldn't have given them MVP but I mean I think the I think like Giannis is the right person to be in the conversation I think Embiid was the right person to be in the conversation he's a fourth seat huh Embiid's a fourth seat yeah he is it's but the thing about it's like they're they were tied so he's like a fourth seed by like he lost he lost to Giannis and he lost to the Celtics and he got blown out by he did but he also beat Giannis and that's the thing so when we when we look at games so did Jokic okay and he also beat Embiid Right. But I didn't say that those things didn't happen. Right. So all I'm saying is like people look at like the most recent thing. And that's why I don't like about Mm -hmm. recency bias, because Mm -hmm. 
like that's the reason why like everyone's just like oh Lucas should be first team all NBA over Steph because they're just looking at how Luca finished the season but the way no, Luca is first team all NBA but not over Steph Steph is also first team all NBA over Booker well so it depends on who you ask though right so I like uh, to me I would do Booker and Steph I think Booker over Luka Doncic. Why would I would you put, uh, to me Booker to me Booker deserves the spot, and it's a conversation between Steph and Luca. That's that's my opinion. But but, but why? What did Booker do to deserve a because spot over, over Luka I, Doncic? Winning has to fucking count. Like this idea. But he doesn't have more impact on his team winning than Luca does on his team, who won fifty one games. Luca and Devin Booker's team won sixty three, sixty four games. Like what are we he, with a a significant who Chris Paul Chris Paul was the for first half of the year for they Chris kept Paul winning down. when Chris, Chris Paul, Paul went down. So, like so I don't want to hear shit Devin about Booker, Chris Paul. When Devin Booker went down, they they were winning too. Chris Paul literally was top four. Well, what was he top five, top six MVP candidate? Chris Paul is not that team's best player. I don't want to hear shit about Chris Paul. Chris Paul was the MVP candidate on that team last year and was through half of the year. No, he shouldn't have been. This year. He shouldn't have been. And Why? He not, because you know what? The only reason Chris Paul was even pushed is because so many media members didn't even want to give Jokic that MVP. He no, wasn't in the, fu- saying, he wasn't in the fucking conversation all season. You cannot, you cannot. Hold on, time out, time out. You cannot defer away from Chris Paul because his box score stats aren't what Devin Booker's are. He's a more No, that's not that why. Team. I don't he's think. He's playmaker Chris, on that team. Go ahead. Chris Paul was not on that team and like Cameron Gar Cameron Payne, Payne. was there was their pain they wouldn't have won 64 games Hold on. yeah but they would have won like a high 50s they would have been close to 60 still if, if Devin Booker wasn't on that team and it was Payne and it was Chris Paul they would have won high 50s too no. that doesn't make any sense no no they would what not do you have mean? They got no they would not have. And Jay Crowder and the rest Listen, of the squad I'm not here no. to talk about the Phoenix Suns I'm really not all I'm saying is you're asking me and this is how you know that I like I am not biased because I'm telling you he should be the lock and the conversation is between Steph and Luca. I'm it got nothing to do with being not biased. Whatever. Steph, anyway, this is how Luka I apply Dodge my has criteria. The most clear cut, Listen, the most clear cut guard so I, case of Pam, anybody in the NBA. Pam, you don't have to, you don't have to agree with my criteria. We're just having a debate. This is a healthy debate. Right, but this is my criteria. And you didn't even let me finish my point because what I was trying to say about Luca is that. Whatever you want to say about his season, he started the season off slow. He did. That happened. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. And <laughs> he, averaged, he was 27, 7 and 7 to start on the year. Very inefficient, was on, 20, on a very inefficient split. Embiid, Embiid was 22 and 10 and 4 to start the year. At the same We're time not talking period. about MVP. We're talking about all NBA right now. And all I was making a simple point was that the voters, like when you brought up, oh, he lost to these players. Okay. And he also beat them, but we tend to just look at what happened in the last game. And what I'm saying is that's not cool. Like we need to always look over the course of the whole season because, because people are like, well, they're going to just ding Steph because he missed games. I'm like, Luca played one more game than Steph. Like they, they played the same number of games. So, but people, because Steph missed his games at the end of the season, people are thinking like, for some reason, he didn't play like a lot of games. And so that's what I'm saying. Like, I have a problem when people just look at like, the recency stuff. So there are some people who agree with you who think it's Luca and Steph. There's a lot of people who agree with that. I'm never going to be upset at anyone putting, you know, Steph on the, on the team. But you're not going to make it either. And I think it's a sham. 
But but what I'm saying is I think that it's a conversation between between um, Luca and Steph. And I don't think like Luca's traditional stats are better than Steph, not by like some large margin, but like his advanced stats are nowhere as good as Steph. And so I don't think that like it should be like yeah, Booker's, Booker's aren't but Booker's not, are not better than Lucas. Yes, no, they're not. They're not. But what I give a lot of weight to team record. I do. And Booker was there and he was playing and his team is number 1 in the NBA by a large margin compared to other teams. And that is disgusting to me if no one from the Suns has a first team. That's that's how I apply my criteria. So to me, Booker's on and like I said, it, to me, it should have been a conversation between Steph and Luca. So like Steph is going to get dinged for games, which is silly to me. And he's likely going to end up being second team. But a lot of that is like bias because in the beginning of the season, people all, the only conversation was Luca's conditioning and this and that. And then he heats up right after all-star break, kind of leading up to all-star break. And so people pay attention to that. And so they're like, oh yeah, Luca's a lot. But remember how you guys were talking about Luca at the beginning of the season. And so that's what I don't like. It's like, it's a, it's a recency bias and I, I have an issue with that. But I'm not saying that Luca isn't deserving. I'm just saying the things that are being used to discredit Steph, the games played is ridiculous. Like he gets- He played 64 health- games this year. Huh? He played 64 games this year. Yeah, and Luca played one more than him. Yeah, and, and Booker only played four more. Right. So I'm not, th- but I'm just saying, but Steph is the one being penalized for games played. That's my point. It's, it's, they're, they've all played like a comparable number of games. So Evan Booker is getting the John Morant push, who three weeks ago said he should be a top three MVP candidate. And he wouldn't have made first team all NBA. Yeah, I he saw wouldn't have been top five MVP. With, I saw you going back. It wasn't an argument. It was fair. It was the way he phrased it. It was the way he phrased it was trying to say that. Anyway, I, I know you, you don't think Yoke should be in the conversation as top three anyway because of the record. So I know I'm not arguing with the right person here. Right. But I, just I, I value record. That's just me. Some people don't. That's fine. But so, so it would have been Devin, Devin Booker, Jimmy Butler, John Morant, and Jason Tatum would be the top, top four records and best players on those teams. No, but like you're just making it seem like I only focus on record. That's not. It's a combination of factors. But I weigh record heavily. It's not solely just record. But so I weigh three record more heavily. wins with better teams with Giannis is over with what? Because, of three, because of three more wins, you would put Giannis over Jokic because of three more victories. Are you talking about MVP? Are we back oh, no, talking you, about MVP? You, you, what are we yeah, talking you, about? You, you, yeah, sure. You you brought it up and said that wins are a part of that argument. I'm saying Giannis has three I, we more talk, wins because I was Jokic. talking about all NBA. This sure. is the thing about conferences and wins. And you you see how me, Nat and I have this great chemistry you all. This is made this is made for TV television right here. When you when people bring up that he only has like three more wins or whatever and all this bullshit, they are in two separate conferences. I don't care about their total wins because they're in two separate conferences. So being being a third seed, being a second seed, being a fourth seed is more valuable than being a six seed. Well, I'm sorry, okay? the three best they teams get, are in the West. They I don't get, know what to say. They get home court. It's a more valuable So thing. what? They got beat by 36 points when Jokic played against them. What are you yelling them. about? What are you complaining we're, about? We're talking at the same frequency. Your boy is going to win MVP. So the fact that I don't agree with that, why, why does that matter? Well, no. He's going to win it. This is, 
we're having a philosophical debate. This really isn't about Jokic. I just think the criteria for wins for wins and all of that stuff is way too heavy. But we're having a spirited debate. You're free to have that opinion. Now, right. I support your right to have that opinion. I, I don't feel like you do because I'm constantly questioning. We're just having it. a debate. No, this but is what, what we do. How many times do you want to have the same discussion? Your My criteria isn't changing. <laughs> and last year, when I was heavy advocating that Jokic should have been unanimous, Right, a Warriors fan. I said that because Steph times. didn't play better than Jokic, so that was easy. No, I said that because I was like, "Stop telling me Steph is MVP. He, we are an eighth seed. Well, like, he didn't I make the playoffs, so he. Had I no don't want to hear that. I also don't like that. I don't want to hear that. Didn't make the playoff shit. Like, <laughs> like there were six fucking games above five hundred. The man missed nine games. They didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, they didn't make the playoffs because fucking Michael Mulder and Ken Bazemore was. You got beat by LeBron teammate. James and John Morant playing. I'm yeah. just messing with you now. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> because like it's just like absolutely because no because Steph is held to a different standard he's the smallest guy he plays point guard but people expect him to do ridiculous things he does do ridiculous things Steph but like the, the most passes, popular player I, all game, I right? heard last year when Kevin Durant lost was about a fucking toe on the line that's what I heard about all I hear about with LeBron James is his lack of fucking health no one talked about Steph's lack of fucking help last year. No. I mean, he had all-star starter Andrew Wiggins on the team in Draymond Green, so, you know. Andrew wasn't an all-star last year. I mean, he was peaking. He was great. You he know, was Steph not Curry, an all-star You know, Steph Curry year. is arguably the most popular player in the NBA, right? You do I'm, know that. I'm not arguably, he is, but that doesn't matter. So, people love him. People love him. Yeah, people. Love him. So the, yeah, but, but, like, being that, that's, like, casual fans. I'm talking about like other players like when the, the the experts get on tv and talk about him that's what i'm saying like people just say stupid shit every year he has to debunk myths and redo shit and reprove himself for what why does he have to keep reproving shit so no fuck all those people right and i am very very protective of my guy and He's again going to dispel a lot of myths this postseason. That's all I'm saying. And I'm ready oh, for well, it. Well, I mean, I hope Steph plays well because you don't understand the sweet justice of Jokic winning the series with Steph playing well would just be. Okay, but y'all are not MVP winning season. the series. So now I don't, I, know. I, don't, I don't know why you think that. I'm saying, like, it's basketball. You don't know you why know I think they're not winning because we are. You better. know, things happen in basketball. You know because how things we are, happen. In basketball. We are the better team. We are the better team. And even if we don't have the clear cut best player in the series, they both have two tier one guys. Like they they both have that that guy. So it's not like one team has that guy and the other team doesn't have a guy, right? That's your, your, your team it's has not a like, second. It's not like, when, it's not like your when team. you're playing the Suns and we know no. that like if Jokic was playing the Suns, he would be the best player in that series. And yet last year, your, he your was team still has. He was a second swept. team all NBA player as his best player. My team has the back to back reigning MVP. So it's a little different. My little play, different. my team has a three time champion, two time MVP. He ain't, he ain't did it that. doesn't, he it doesn't fucking he ain't matter. Did that. He ain't did that since the Trump administration. Yeah, so I hear he that. hasn't been there because he didn't fucking play. He was third <laughs> in he MVP. Got beat last year. He was third in MVP voting last year. Let's calm yeah, the fuck down. The media, the as media wanted AC, to give him that. The AC. media wanted to give him that. Yeah, right. No, the media yeah, wanted to give him that. You know why? Because he went on Curry. a fucking tear. They no, dislike. No, because he went on a tear. No, you know who they wanted to give it to? They wanted to give it to Chris 
Paul. They have the audacity to put that fucking short man into the conversation. Yo, and you're why, offended. You're why, offended by this is why y'all should ask Nat to bring. Matter of fact, Nat, people have suggested on Twitter that we need to have a show together. This is no, why. I'm not, you know the energy. You want to bring up silliness and get me up right. I don't we know. We were I'm just having a up calm. Points. We were having a calm discussion. And then you nah, don't, like bring up all I'm, these this, narratives. I am anyway, not a Steph anyway, hater. I support Steph Curry. We're, we're Hold rapping. On. Nah, we're nah, rapping because nah, this is why people want to see us do what we do. This conversation is gold. Listen, pure gold. You could listen, put this on the internet; I, and it would have a hundred thousand views. Promise. I am not okay. Well, you good. You help push it since you you're the one with the big YouTube following. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> listen. This is your preview for the Denver Nuggets Warrior Series. I got the dubs in five. What's your What's your prediction? Swiper says the best player in the NBA about to wash the floor with Steph Curry and the rest of them gang. And the Denver Nuggets could lose 4-2, but I'm going to go ahead and be bold. Nuggets in seven. Let's go. Nuggets in seven. <laughs> you don't even actually believe that. You don't believe that. <laughs> Nuggets in seven. Let's go. Okay, so you're just like rooting for your team. Here, you no, actually... here for the content. I'm here for the. I'm here for the chaos. Because if Nikola Jokic walks down, Steph Curry, Jordan Poole, and Andrew Wiggins, NBA All Star starter, Draymond Green, Listen. Defensive Player of the Year, if he walks down all these great players, that he is there, not the DPOY this year. He's not even. He should be. He should be. he should be. He should be. He really should be. If he was healthy, he should be. Okay, be. but like you can't just be throwing out like. I mean, he is. He is. He, yeah, but you he, can't just throw out. He's the best defender in the NBA. All right, how about this? How about this? You have All Star starter Andrew Wiggins and Steph Curry, second team All NBA. Listen, I understand that everybody NBA is upset champion. about Andrew Wiggins, but he earned three, a fucking spot. Three time, he three was time playing. Champion, he was playing at an All Star level. One of the three level. best shooters of all time versus. Nikola Jokic and help. Nikola Jokic and friends. Right. Y'all should be well, whatever. One. whatever. But guess what? If Nikola Jokic wins that series, y'all ain't gonna hear enough from y'all summer. I'm okay. gonna y'all are, y'all are not winning, so get over it. Um, that <laughs> I'm gonna click that section right there, and I'm gonna put that up at the top of my banner. And every time they win, I'm gonna re- retweet it. That way, people can see it over again. <laughs> okay. And what you gonna do when they lose? Are you gonna? I'm gonna say great, great series. Oh, I'm gonna say okay. great series. Okay. This is a win-win for me. Hey, no, it's a win-win not. for me. It is. No. 1, You've been popping off at the mouth a lot this year. A lot. <laughs> You've been and it popping worked. off at it the worked. mouth. It worked. He won MVP, did he not? He won MVP, oh. did he not? I don't care about MVP. Like you I don't. don't. You know why? You know why? Because you don't have an MVP caliber player on your roster right no, now. No, I don't <laughs> care about MVP because like we have bigger things to win and my guy has already won MVP. In fact, he was the only yeah. unanimous MVP ever in the league. Yeah. Don't ever forget it. Oh, so, I was no. I was 25 no. years old when that happened. No, anyway. That was so long so, ago. So what? Like, I don't know why you think you get to discredit accolades because they happened a long time ago. I didn't ago. discredit it. Like, I didn't discredit you- it. Okay, when you become a veteran team in your season and you've accomplished that stuff, the only goal at the end of the year is winning. You focus on things like preserving your body, preserving the team, getting through the season. If you guys had won championships, maybe you'd understand that. So you want to try to attack us and be like, oh, you have I'm not attacking anything. Wait, hold the on. Time two, out. Hold the on. Two, hold on for the mic. The two years, the two years only that the Warriors did not make the postseason, one year, Stephen Clay did not play. And the second year, 
the second year, he was six games above 500 and in the eighth spot after missing nine games. In the games that they played, they won at a 56, 57% win percentage. I don't want to hear your shit about what Steph didn't do, okay? If the play-in did not even exist, they're a fucking playoff team. So you're not going to like sit here and try to act like he didn't do something last season. No, I'm not answering your hand raising. I'm yeah, I, I, need, I, need to, I need to no. respond. No, I need you don't. To respond. I'm ending please, the show. You please, know? let me respond. I did not say with Steph, foolishness. I'm stopping the record. I, I did not say at any point in time, Steph Curry was not amazing last year, nor did I slander the three championships he won because I was rooting for Steph oh, Curry. Oh, you keep telling me about how long ago they are. Like they don't fucking Well, matter. I'm saying, I'm saying it was long ago, but that doesn't mean it didn't happen. It wasn't it that long ago. Like they've been out. The, they were in the finals in 2019. Then Clay Thompson and Steph Curry missed the season. Are they supposed to make the playoffs when that happens? Like, yeah. why do... Okay. No, listen, listen, listen. I never discredited Steph Curry. Steph Curry is amazing. I think he's one of the best players in the NBA still. I, and I've said it. He's a top 15 all-time player. I have never discredited Steph Curry. So all these Warrior fans in here that's going to be listening to this... Yeah, but then you come proper, with these casual uh, uh, takes that uh, are uh, unnecessary uh, when I know uh, you're not a casual. Oh, uh, oh. Uh, uh. So all these Warrior fans in here, I want to be able to say on record... That Nat, as great as she is, wonderful content creator. Everybody go follow, subscribe, send her a bag because she deserves it. We need more black women in the NBA basketball community, and she is amazing at her job. But I want to go ahead and say for the record, she pushed this propaganda that I was slandering Steph Curry. That's not I what happened. That. All I said, all I said was that Steph Curry hasn't won a championship and had a unanimous MVP since 2016 when that happened. And I didn't say it didn't happen. What all is the I point said, of bringing that up, though? Of course he hasn't had one since All then. I said is that Nikola Jokic, if he wins this series, the, the level the level of, 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 of diatribe you're going to get from Swipe a Cam's Twitter account that you yeah, love so y'all much. Y'all not winning. That, enough. Well, I'm enough saying it's basketball. You, enough you never, with the fan oh, fiction. Man, and also, the only reason you just said the play that, didn't exist, they would have made the playoffs. The only to bring up that he hasn't won fiction. in a certain number of years is to push agendas. Like, yeah, he hasn't won in a certain number of years because what agenda? That's facts. I didn't. It's not agenda. There's no agenda. It is agendas because you know how the media is. After you won a couple of times, Look. like they don't want to give it to you. And then the, the media was literally on record saying, "We're not." All I did. The media, repeatedly, the, the media repeatedly stated because Steph Curry and KD Steph played Curry together. Steph Curry has not made the playoffs since 2019. Because, I just read it off. Yeah. Well, you, what? I just read it off. It's just, it's, it's historical information. I didn't, it's not, it's no yes, bias. But let's, let's explain why he didn't make the playoffs. You're just saying it like they just missed and they weren't fucking good. You're never going to come on here and get to just run propaganda on my on my show. You do that on your show. You do it on Twitter. But I don't hear no propaganda. We're going to always say facts on here. We're going to provide context. We're going to do nuance. That's what you we just, do on You call show. what I said fan fiction, and you say if the play didn't exist, they would have made the playoffs. Don't, that, hip, hip, if hands, who's or butt? Who care? If Jamal Murray was playing in this series, bro, what happened? What's up? Anyway, the Golden State Warriors and, and, and Denver Nuggets will be playing each other. And that series begins on Saturday, April 16th, 8.30 p.m. Eastern time is the time of the first game, right? Is that correct? Yep, yep. 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Okay, prime time on ABC. ABC. Anything but curry. <laughs> Anyway, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I know that um, Cam can be a bit much. 
but you know we were good up until like the 45 minute point but he cannot help himself with the propaganda so but he gave us some really great information about the Denver Nuggets and this team so I think you guys have like a good understanding of the team but we're gonna smack their asses and then he's gonna have to be quiet for the rest of the postseason and I'm going to enjoy that quite like a lot I'm gonna enjoy it okay so Cam thank you so much for coming onto the show Thank you for always advocating for me and Black women. Thank you for helping me be a better content creator. Thank you for lending yourself to this show and being here and sharing all of your knowledge. Even though you drive me a little crazy, I still appreciate you greatly, greatly. And we, we, we a content machine. Somebody tell her. Somebody tell her. Hey, yo, advertise. Put out that six-figure offer so we can do it. <laughs> Put out that six-figure offer so we can do it. And, um, oh, as well, I don't know. Do you celebrate anything coming up this weekend? I don't want to wish you a happy holiday and then you don't. Yeah, we've got Good Friday on Friday. We have okay. Easter coming up on Sunday. So, so happy Good Friday to you. Happy Easter to you. And, um, yeah, we, we got the game Saturday night. So I know I'll see you on the TL, right? So, oh, yeah. guys. That Twitter space is after. Mm. Go subscribe to his, his YouTube, okay? Tell them what the YouTube channel is. Swipe a cam on YouTube. Love to talk NBA, NFL. Talk about culture and life. So if you don't want to hear about nothing but sport, I'm not the place you want to go to. But if you want to hear about life, you want to hear about everything that's happening in the world around you, and you want to talk NBA and NFL, hey, we got it. We here for it. You want to hop on the timeline, swipe a cam on Twitter, swipe a cam on IG and TikTok. Because, you know, that's what we do. We like to create content. Man, I love my people. I love y'all. Y'all great. Warriors fans is great. Warriors is great. I'm excited. This is going to be amazing. For sure. So anyway, guys, until next time, make sure you um, are leaving those reviews for me, please. And leaving those ratings, five stars. And um, there's going to be some more postseason coverage. So I don't think the show will be weekly anymore. It'll probably be like a couple of episodes dropping um, a week. I'm not sure yet. So but I'll be I'll be keeping you guys posted. But there's going to be more content, like more frequency with the postseason. So Hopefully you enjoyed this episode and we look forward to more that are coming because we have some great guests coming on. You just met one and I have many more that will be coming on. All right, take care.